0: The skip. Mark Bickley. And Bickley
1: kicks another goal for the Crow. Centering kick by Mark Bickley.
0: Bickley.
1: And the kick by Bickley back to the square. No problem. 50 metres for a goal. And Bickley may have kicked a goal. Zipmany, do yeah. Vicks, how's ISO?
0: Yeah, not too bad. Um, it's really sort of ISO light, isn't it, really? Yeah. You know, like you still get an opportunity to go out and exercise uh, once a day, and kids are home. Homeschooling? Yep, yeah, they're going all right. But you'd be good at that. <laughs> it's more Tory than me. I'm sort of, okay. you know, I'm trying to stay busy. <laughs> 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 head, in, head in the computer. Travis Boat's
1: 300th, a rare, rare, universally admired football. Yeah,
0: it is. And and I thought about, as I was driving in, um, you know, we've, we've been so blessed hearing from uh, Heard Hamish Hartlett this morning and um, no doubt you get Treaders to talk and you've got Matty Primus and, and all those great people who have had such close relationships. So when I think about... Think about it. It's totally different because I've just had sort of casual acquaintances, you know, passings a- across the the last ten or fifteen years, and it's just it's just an admiration from afar. Everything he mm. does looks like it's absolutely professional. The way he carries himself is outstanding. His contribution away from football is great. So, you know, if just as a as a man in the street footy fan, you can just do no, no more than just dip your lid and say, "Well done, three hundred games," but mm. done it in such a way that. As good as anyone that I can recall, when you think about the whole package, he's just been outstanding. Yeah, a warrior as well. Port win tonight? I think so. Yeah, I like the balance, obviously, with some of those young players coming back in. Three amigos are back. Yeah, and they, they create some run and they carry the ball and and that's probably an area that Porter just battled a little bit with. So when they don't carry the ball, when they don't have overlap run, they tend to just bomb it down the line and there's big packs yeah. and they they open themselves up to you know to have Charlie Dixon competing all the time and multiple inside 50, so yeah, for mm. me, it just looks a little bit more balanced. We've got
1: Treaders, Matty Primus and Ken Hinckley after five, so we can do a lot of port there. Mm. Let's talk the Crows. They made these changes. Shoal, Frampton, Duday in. McKay and Jimmy got dropped and Murray out with concussion. What do you think? Yeah,
0: look, it's an interesting one because I still don't feel like the the forward line looks balanced for mine. So you've got Fogarty, Fogarty Himmelberg, Lynch and Walker. There's a lot of sameness there, and there's, and the thing that I don't like is there's just no pressure. There's four players out of six that don't really put any Mm. pressure on once the ball hits the ground. Well, Ned and, and Murph are there for that, and that's probably one of the reasons Jimmy went. But, but there's, that's two, you've Mm. got four. Now, when I say they don't, you know, like, you think about Josh Kennedy, like, he's a big player, and he, he gets after the opposition, and there's others Mm. that are of a similar size who do, but unfortunately, those four don't do a lot of it, and that's why, I think they, that player like McAdam, who's got very good speed and can put pressure on and does offer a presence on, in the air and a presence on the ground, mm. it's like a diamond. At the moment, you've, you've got one or the other. You've got a little, a little guy who's five foot eight, or you've got a guy who can compete in the air, but not really much on the ground. I just don't feel like it's ever looked balanced. And then you look in defense and I know the, the, uh, the Hawks have got some tall players up there, but, and later picked eight defenders. You brought Frampton and Duday in. And then you look at the other players. You've got Butts, Kelly, Smith, McPherson, Jones and Hamill. So one of them is.
1: Needs what, to spit onto the wing. Yeah, in it's going to push forward, up into mate? the wing.
0: Yeah. So once again, that's a little bit, uh, I'm not sure that's perfect. And I would have, I'm, I'm interested to in why they didn't pick Phil Thorpe. Uh, I'm, the only thing I can imagine I had is, him in. is, I don't think physically it, it'd be mm. an issue. He's had a week off. So I'm, and, Knowing Riley, just the the inkling that I do when talking to people, he's such a competitive animal. He would mm. want to be playing. So it just looks to me like we're gonna find out about Elliot Himmelberg. Is he gonna be our is he gonna be our man? or or mm. What do we – we've got to find out about Lynch or Fogarty because there's no other reason why he wouldn't be playing, I don't think. He's five on
1: debut versus Hawks, so yeah. he's got good form against them. Yeah, that's a, a world away. Though. <laughs> well, yeah, but still, as a play, if you're playing uh, well against a team, it does give you confidence. I know that's a little thing.
0: No Matty Crouch, no surprise? Well, not really because he's been out for so long. I'm more surprised there's no Jackson Hately. In the best players in the weekend, you think that – if anything, the midfield is one of their biggest issues. You've got yeah. a bloke who you've you moved heaven and earth to try and get over here. He's a he's a good size. He's a first-round draft pick, so I just don't understand why he isn't playing more. But once again, we might ask Matthew Clark that. So that's going to be interesting. But for me, when you look at this t- site, I reckon the last five times you've said to me how are the Crows going to go, I look at it and I say, you know what, they've got to bring that absolute sort of feverish Many pressure, pressure yeah. uh, because – the cattle doesn't stack up, you know. West Coast last week, Shuey and and Nat Nui and all mm. those great players, yo. yo, they just have better cattle. I look at the teams this week. I can't say that again about Hawthorne this no. week. There's nine players I've never heard of mm. for Hawthorne. Yeah, there are, the the that there's t- no, no there's
1: no excuse to have a win this week. Exactly I'm right.
0: There there are, there are just no excuses. No because excuses. Even I've, I've mentioned uh, Adelaide, and you know their forward line doesn't look uh like it's got much pressure on the ground. But then you look at Hawthorne's defence, and like I say, there's not many names in there. And there's not much rebound. There's not many many no. there's no Jaff Jaff, there's no Sam Day. Sicily of course has been out all year, but there's no rebounding run off half back. So maybe they might get away with it. So this is really a a really good opportunity for Adelaide to show what they can do. And I'd be bitterly disappointed if they weren't able to get over Hawthorne. Yeah. Tomorrow I, night.
1: I, I think I'd be the same. We're going to talk about all of that with Doc Clark before we do go to the break. Um, Olympics you excited. You're going to watch. Did you
0: see the Ollie Roos and the Matildas? Uh, no, I didn't win? actually um, just doing other stuff last night, but for whatever reason, it just really hasn't captured me. Yeah. Uh, I think ceremony might tonight live at eight or you uh, watch I'll the be, footy. I'll be watching the footy. Okay. Yeah. And, and I've never been a big fan of the opening ceremony. I love the athletics, love the swimming, uh, but yeah, it's just it's one of those things. That, and and I'm a bit bemused. Freestyle BMXing and surfing yeah, and and skateboarding. Skateboard, yeah, look, it's, surfing it, to me, it's not like. The days with Carl Lewis, was it? You know, and I don't know. Maybe we grew up in a different time. But faster,
1: higher, stronger.
0: The Olympics used to be like put down everything for two weeks, and you would not. Mm. You know, we used to have the TV on at school and watching the Olympics. That's how important it was for us growing up. But I just don't feel that same thing.
1: I'll watch those ones. I won't watch the other ones that I have no interest in. Have a little bit of weight. Basketball will of... be,
0: basketball will be great. I love, love watching mm. the men's and women's in that. But there's just, for me, yeah, I just don't seem to have that same passion as what I did when I was a bit younger. Okay. Can so I they're... just raise one more thing oh, yeah, before please. we go? Please do. Great mate of mine, Dave Rogers brought Roger. this to my attention. Roger. <laughs> he, this is on the back of now looking very, very unlikely that the showdown will take place in Adelaide, mm-hmm. uh, depending on all things being, or maybe it will. But when was the last time? The Crows had a showdown in Adelaide at their home ground, home game. Well, not last year and probably not the year before. 6th of July 2019. That's so it's, unbelievable, it's been isn't two it? years. Yeah. So, and if it looks like it might be pushed back, who knows what yeah. what might happen? The fact that, that uh, our guys are interstate at the moment, will they get back? Yeah. Will they have to quarantine? All these different things. But if it doesn't go ahead, it's a little bit, he's a bit bemused uh, for Crows fans who just haven't had that opportunity and probably would suggest that maybe next time up, Maybe early next year they perhaps get first crack at Adelaide, and maybe in a really good time slot. That's, yeah, that's what I'd his, agree. One hundred percent. His thoughts were there.
1: We we spoke to Tim Silvers, and there was a slight chance that the showdown was going to be played this weekend. Mm, the two mm. teams stay here, but then they couldn't get out. But that was a real case, and I know Tim batted hard on behalf of the Crow supporters. They didn't want to play a showdown at home with no crowd, so mm. they thought if we wait. We can push it back toward the end of the year, and we'll be able to get some sort of a crowd. Very good point. After the break, we're going to speak to Doc Clark. Well on, Rogie is getting in the jazz <laughs> oh, <there's laughs> category. Uh, a <laughs> little bit of show
0: prep. We like that. Doc Clark next.